Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. And with me today is Samson Davis. Hi, I'm here. How's it going? Alex Finn. I realized that my feet prisons were the incorrect feet prisons to go walking in, and now my feet hurt from being in feet prison. <laughs> and Special Investigator Stace Babcock. Hi, and my Special Investigation has revealed that my feet prisons right now are socks with cracks. That's right. Nice. Wow. Not even oh, wow. actual cracks. Knockoff cracks. Socks with knockoff cracks. <laughs> <laughs> Just crux? Or what do you call them? No. <laughs> They're just Tupperware that somebody's taken like a hole punch or two. <laughs> <laughs> just like six Dr. Scholl things just like wrapped together into a, like a Well, shirt. I wanted Crocs and I went on the internet and I saw how much Crocs cost and I was like, oh. <laughs> and so I got these gardening shoes, like gardening oh. clogs or whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how much are Crocs? Because they. They can't be more than like six bucks. Right? Crocs are expensive, actually. Crocs are surprisingly expensive. Why? Uh, what is this? Uh, sorry. Continue with the episode. I'm just shocked. Yeah, about the Crocs. It's yeah. The first time googling Crocs. Uh, yes. Well, I wonder not if for those me. kind of Crocs <laughs> exist in America. I need to see. My father-in-law, unironically, loves Crocs with a passion. Me too. Well, just not enough to pay full price. <laughs> <laughs> 85 bucks for a prom pack of Crocs. What the fuck? Why do you need a prom pack of Crocs? <laughs> How many are in a prom pack? Crocs. No, there's <laughs> Crocs. It says prom on them. Like <laughs> These Crocs. <sighs> Actually, I could respect that. I could respect that. Like if you just showed up to your, your prom. And Crocs. That said prom across them. Yeah. 50 bucks for the pair and then $5 for each letter. Spelling out prom 20 2022 what? question mark are you supposed to present these to like who you want to go to prom with oh what the fuck? i yeah. mean promposal but with crocs. <laughs> nice i mean if they say yes then that's your soulmate but <laughs> they're probably not gonna say yes sorry was that supposed to be a joke i don't know I, anymore i i enjoyed the soulmate joke oh chew oh, the pun no i was being cynical <laughs> skeptical yeah Holy shit. All right. I'm just going to talk about dice for a little bit. Hey, Die Hard Dice, they uh, support us. So help us support them and also us a little bit. So Die Hard Dice, they have great dice over there. Metal, acrylic. They also have some other stuff. I think they have tarot stuff at the moment. I wonder if they have croc dice. Focus, Alex. Can't get sidetracked by crocs. What would a croc dice be? And also they don't support us like Die Hard Dice does. And if if you want to help with that supporting, just use our code Explorers Wanted at checkout and you get 10% off your whole ass order. And we get a little bit of kickback from that, so that helps us. And you get dice and not crocs. <laughs> I don't know if you should buy crocs. You should buy dice instead. Yeah, think of how many dice you could get with that croc money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Exactly. That should be at least a fistful, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fistful of crocs. <laughs> I bet you could get, you know, dice trays to wrap around your those collapsible ones to wrap around your feet and that'd be cheaper than crocs i would assume yeah especially with uh 10 off you get a checkout wink yeah audio yeah. wink wink over audio yeah. audio wink audio nudge yeah <laughs> audio say no more say no more <laughs> yeah yeah so use that explorers wanted code to uh add a little extra juice to your order <laughs> juice not included <laughs> so who remembers what happened last time I am going to pick on Alex. Fuck, what were we doing? Oh, (laughs) we just did it. (laughs) Yeah, like, no, I get not knowing what happened last time, obviously, but come on. Well, no, like, we were just walking for so long. It's just like, what the fuck did we actually do? Besides discover that Ray's is incorrectly wired, or correctly, if that's what he's into, (laughs) Aster decided that he would rewire dilly so that he did not face backlashes probably because aster's still kind of under that once you die father i get this body that is by inheritance which i'm like i guess that's a good inheritance i don't know i've never inherited a body so we were walking and talking about how nicks and race both went to college and race was trying to shame dilly for going to trade school but instead, Race got like 
shamed for his partying, lack thereof. I'm not sure if it's exactly shamed, but like unintentionally shamed. What I really took away is that there's a 73 card deck in the ninth world and it has six suits. There is an actual deck in the actual world that does, I believe, have six suits. One of the extra suits is stars. I don't remember what the last one is. Maybe it's the moon. I used to have it when I was a kid, and I think you played bridge with it. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> what's important is, remember that bush, listeners? Remember the bush. That kind of messed with your no-no zone <laughs> if you went into that bush. Balls would explode even if you didn't have yep. them. So we ran into a giant, I guess, barrier of 10-foot-tall versions of this bush. Like, somebody fired the gardener. And so <laughs> Nick's... Uh, of this wild plant. Yes. <laughs> so Nick's <laughs> job was then to fly us over the bush wall. <laughs> that sounds like a song from, like, the 70s, Fly Over the Bush Wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> or a dramatic movie about racism. Oh, yeah. There probably is a bush wall somewhere in racism. Yeah, that sounds like Oscar yeah. bait, actually. We're copywriting that. People who do Oscar things, you have to buy that idea from us. We're very cheap. We are. Maybe just ask nicely. Yeah. For the record, would you guys like to know what the other suits in the deck of cards are? For Numenera or real life? For the 73 cards in Numenera. Okay, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, because this would be common knowledge. Fuck. Is it? I mentioned Chance Moth already. Then there is Sesky. Yeah, that's reasonable. Anine, Truth, which is usually just the symbol of the Order of Truth, and Serpent. Is the Truth emoji? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you call yourself a Numenera fan. I don't read the books, Daniel. I like to maintain the mystery. <laughs> I look at character creation and that's it. <laughs> And equipment. Question about the serpent. Is it a snake or is it like a stylized dragon? Like it kind of like, you know, medieval serpent where it's just kind of generic lizard. It's like a snake, but the head has like strange teeth. It shows like a bunch of jagged teeth, black jagged teeth instead of too many black jagged teeth. <laughs> also, some other stuff. Pretty important stuff, I should mention. Yeah, really? I found it race is a liar. But only if he thinks it makes himself look cool. Not what I meant, but sure. Oh, I already covered that. Like, his lack of partying embarrassed him out of a conversation. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he really is arrogant and looks down on Dilly and on Nix for partying her oh, way shit. through college with the tutor. <laughs> but, like, he looked down on Dilly because of classism. But, like, he's afraid of Aster. So it's like looking down on somebody, but being afraid that their brother's going to beat you up. <laughs> Racist, the bourgeois that's afraid that the proletariat's gonna rise up and. Except Nix is pretty bourgeois. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> origin story. Yeah, but you're like one of those, like, excommunicado bougie mm. people, you know? Those. But also, we got rid of Hubert the Second. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Mm. And it was like a weird scene. And also, he was like 90% done with, like, Nix. Yep. What would have happened? What if we had just let this go? He would have died. He, that's what would have happened. You'd have died. Yeah. Or worse, he would have been like left with like five might pool max. Which is the thought that haunted me. It's losing might points. <laughs> All or nothing. Mm. Cool. So Hubert's in the box. Proctor's got Hubert. We decided the crew should go seek out the source of the Guardians of Night's Hope flame. Well, so we set out, right? We attempted to bond with Race. Turns out Race is a liar. Race is also scared of Aster. We flew over the hedge of genital... <laughs> Exploding. Gimpy, gimpy. Uh, yeah, poison. The genital... The bush that would poison your genitals. I don't know. <laughs> the <laughs> was actually a giant fucking hedge. And Dilly activated the... Winged symbiote. Winged symbiote, which now Nyx has dragonfly wings for like a day. Mm. And Nyx flew everybody over. Dilly launched from 30 feet in the air to use his gliders and the other two were set down gently and then um discovered chasha had most of her bicep back like we mentioned and then there was a cliffhanger i love the confidence that you ended that with <laughs> <laughs> yeah so chacha theorized that it was because buddy cop was hurt and then aster voluntarily chimed in and said the other possibility is that he considers part of his debt 
paid. And that's where we pick back up. Okay. Aster said that out loud or just to Dilly? He said that out loud. He manifested an illusion and said it out loud, directed at Cha-Cha. Because of the fire, Cha-Cha, I bet. Oh, fuck. I mean, I wasn't explicitly told to do that, but I'm not saying this is anyone's fault, but some people were pressuring me to join, so... Yeah, no, I mean, I still think it's a good, it's good that you are a guardian. Obviously, you didn't expect there to be some sort of, like, flame infection. Who could have seen that coming? I mean, maybe we should have probably guessed I was booby-trapped. How could we have guessed that? Yeah, why would you be booby-trapped, Cha-Cha? You aren't? Well, uh, I wouldn't assume that, no. Cha-Cha kind of, like, <laughs> gives the shifty eyes up. Uh, sure. Racism booby-trapped, but I, anyway, Racist. all the more reason we should probably get to Nidal, because now we definitely should find the fire and relight it, if that's a thing that is the thing we could do. We probably got to, like, purge it first, right? I don't know. Oh, we probably have to find, like, the original source of the fire, right? Because isn't the current fire, like, bad now? It's, like, black? I literally have no idea. Harrington made it seem like the embers were going out, so, like, maybe we just need to, like, light it again? Do you think, like, these what might help figuring out how these work? And Nyx holds up the uh, implants that popped out of Harrison. Well, I love the idea that Nyx just, like, didn't just put them in a pile, but she literally took them from like the scene. carried them <laughs> After they were removed. Her hands. <laughs> she just forgot about them. Like, I'm going to put this somewhere. Somewhere. My pockets. <laughs> I don't know if they could help relight it, but they were connected to the fire. So maybe we could help, like trace the source uh, sounds great nix just sort of dumps them against dilly's chest oh okay uh sure i will look into this dilly puts them in, in his bag actually race maybe you should have like one or two see if you can like scan anything get a signal sure i'll i'll, I'll give it a try yeah look at it with that sort of big picture view yeah yeah yeah, yeah. high level sure happy to help so you're gonna scan it <laughs> yeah that's it takes a little while <laughs> Oh, do you have to warm up? No, it takes 10 minutes. It always takes 10 minutes. Really? Uh, yeah. Every time? I feel like Italia didn't take 10 minutes. Well, I, I don't know much about Italia, so I, I can't speak to that. No, not that we're, like, comparing you. <laughs> no, yeah, you're not a replacement for her. That's not all. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, like, a totally new and different person who, you know, stands on their own two feet. Nick's could be a social role of 18. <laughs> Specialized, so it's 12. I got no intellect to spend. I spent, well, four levels just to free Nyx from you bears. She's got three whole intellect points, so. Uh, yeah. All right, let's see what we do. 14. Mm, he kind of gives Dilly a sidelong glance, and he looks at you. It's okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I. what do you want me to say? That, say nothing. Start scanning. Yeah, whatever your scan results are would be probably. Okay. I'm allowed to actually do that now. I can start my 10-minute scan. I thought you were already doing it. I, have you not been doing that? No, I was talking to you and answering your questions. Oh, my. Oh, it wow. takes like 10 <laughs> active minutes? Like, you have to. Yes. Uh, uh. All right. Wow. Side note, if we if we turn race into, like, the final <laughs> bad guy, we will completely deserve it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're, we're kind of horrible people. We're like Seinfeld. <laughs> Race is terrible, too, so I guess we shouldn't feel too bad. I mean, most people in Seinfeld were terrible. So Race starts scanning once again. His wires begin to glow blue and intensify as he's scanning them. And then you guys notice that there is blood dripping from his left nostril. Oh, no. Uh, the booby trap. And then his body begins to seize. No! And from his mouth, like, foam starts building up. Just foam-level saliva. All right, stop stop scanning. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> he falls to the ground. Dix will try to catch Race before he hits the ground. Okay, I think with Nix's stuff, she could definitely do that. Nix catches Race very dramatically. I mean, she's tier five glaive. Like, <laughs> she could with a flourish if she wants. <laughs> Well, it's like she's in a play and like she like arranges her she like kneels so it's like almost like he's lounging and then she says uh yo chasha fuck i figured he was over this because of the 
seemed to be so he just seemed to be doing so much better. Can you come check him out? I guess Chacha will. Yes. Okay, so that'll be a healing roll of 18. So, 18, you're specialized, right? So 12. Yeah. Five? Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Can I re-roll that to be nice? I can't. Your call, I'm honestly. I I mean, it depends if you want to spend XP on that or not. Maybe a second opinion. I mean, if we don't try to deal with it now, we'll bite us in the ass later, so with... Okay, he gets one. This is the one thing I'm doing for him. One. <laughs> Nineteen. There you go. There you go. Mm. Okay. Sorry. Just had to take some notes. Yeah, that was a little too long. I didn't like that, so just erase whatever you put down, please. Brace <laughs> <laughs> is seizing. You get the feeling that, similar to before, like he can scan, and there might even be some pretty good advantages to his scan. In some ways, maybe this wiring that's in him is helping that, but it also puts a pretty big strain on his system. And so you get the feeling that like him doing like repeated scans can do damage to him intellectually if he doesn't get enough time to rest in between. Mm. But he should settle down of his own accord. And in fact, he does, you know, about 10 seconds later. He's leery. He's kind of moaning and kind of trying to pull himself up. But he's at least not having that episode anymore. Oh, that's nice for him. Whoa, take it, take it easy, Race. Take it easy for a sec. Sorry, I just, uh, I mean, those things that are, there were so many connections coming off of them. Extra dimensional connections or, or maybe not extra dimensional. It's like each one of them, like, was a node for connections to something. Something. Maybe it was the fire. Whoa. Hmm. Cha-cha, if it's extra dimensional, can you, like, see it? Can Cha-cha see it? I think this would be a 15 perception roll. I would like to use my minor effect for an asset. Okay. I got a 16. Yes, you can see something coming off of it if you concentrate. It's very faint. Whatever it is, like, you can just sort of barely see them, which might make sense. Like, they may not... Like, whatever level is it that you see that allows you to perceive the horrors... Because the horrors are sort of like in this transitional state where they're sort of in your definition of space, but not at the same time. Based off of your experience as a nano, you would think that maybe whatever this is, is like a different frequency. It's like something that you can just barely perceive. If the walls of that liminal space were like a cellular wall, like made of tissue, like this is the kind of distorted image of these you might get that you're just seeing through it because it's slightly translucent. Don't know what to do with that. Chad describes it to Dilly and Nix. But you don't really see like a, a direction of the connection. Well, I guess it's extra dimensional, so that's not super helpful. Yeah. Yeah, and to clarify, Chacha, the way you saw it, it was almost like beams sticking out in every direction, like from each of those nodes, like almost like if you divided the circle of those items into 16 segments and each one of them was heading off in a different direction. Almost like it was like a router for a series of nodes. Yeah, it's kind of just like we could follow a line, but I'm not sure if like if it's a Bane line or a like a new line or maybe it's like, oh man, that's a bootleg line that your neighbor like wink wink knew a cousin and just set it up for you. Yeah, it, yeah, it sounds like whatever this is and Whatever network this is a part of, it's not directly connected, probably. So, yeah, all right. So, for the moment, this looks like a dead end, but maybe we could do something with it later. Race, you good to walk, or are you... Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll be fine. And he coughs some more into his hand, and then stands and says, like, I, I got it. I got it. All right, well, you let us know if you need a break, because all of this... And, all right, let's just go. Anybody who's walking with race can give me a nine perception. That's just a freebie for Dilly. Train your perception, two free levels of effort. Race moves his hand away from his mouth. You notice that the inside of it is sort of stained a dark, bright red. All right. I, and race, I'm, I'm being serious. If you need to take a break, like, we'll take a break. No, no, I'm okay. Let's go. All right. Yeah, you, you, you uh, race, we've, we've seen you in action. We know you got what it takes, like... Don't feel like you have to prove anything to us. If you're not feeling well, just 
we'll just take it easy. I appreciate that, Nix, but really, I'm I'm fine. Okay. And he coughs into his hand again and then starts heading off in a direction that is similar to the one you were going before, but he clearly doesn't know exactly where he's going. Uh, Race uh, a little bit more this way. Cha-Cha knows the way. He pauses for a second, he looks at Cha-Cha, and he looks around, and he's like, oh, yep, you're right, you're right. (laughs) We are not the help Race needs. What the fuck? What do you mean, like, oh, you mean, like, we're not the supervisors, Race needs? Yeah, we are not the therapists. Oh, right, yeah. Oh. So we just walk the rest of the way to Nidal? Yeah, so as you walk, Race looks back over his shoulder, like, you know, it's pretty cool, you know, what you guys have, you know, achieved just since joining the Guardians. I mean, it's only been a couple of months, and, I mean, you've seen so much and you've you know honestly you know you've gotten to do a lot since you joined so i gotta say i'm a little jealous my whole life fell apart don't be okay i'm sorry (laughs) was that because you joined the guardians no that was a different thing that led me to the guardians okay my life has also gone kind of to shit but like we've had some pretty rad adventures rad (laughs) adventures right dilly high five (laughs) I, i all right (laughs) until <laughs> <Dilly> begrudgingly <laughs> high fives. Like, I, that, I guess that was a joke. <laughs> but a uh, little bit jealous of you, Race. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, you've, like, actually seen some real Guardian shit, and we haven't. Well, I mean, you guys are really in the thick of it. I mean, most of what I learned was sort of like the more bureaucracy stuff. But, well, and I, I got to, you know, improve a couple of my mental attacks. But other than that. You have mental attacks? That's dope. Yeah, I mean, I, I did spend the ruins. You don't remember? Oh, like Onslaught? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a word for it. Oh, that's what Italia called it. Again, not comparing, just saying. <laughs> okay, wow. Okay. This is a social role now of 21. Ouch. Jeez. <laughs> wow. 15 for Nick's. That's just what we call it. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's just a word that I know I... Didn't mean anything by it. Got a 10. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment where he kind of like, he stops for a second and he starts blinking. And he's like, listen, I, I know it's not ideal, but why are you guys so mean to me? Are we mean? I mean, I'm just, well, you've been okay, Cha-Cha, but I've, I'm just trying to help. All right. Well. No, I, that was just saying, are we actually mean? I didn't know. Well. I feel like Nyx is being sarcastic at me, and I feel like Dilly is being actively aggressive with me. First of all, I don't think Nyx has a sarcastic bone in her body. She is completely honest. Second, I'm not being aggressive. I'm being snide, I think. Okay, that's still mean. No, yeah. My question would be, why did you lie about the ragers that you went to? And also, like, you don't seem to acknowledge your limits. Like... It's fine that you want to help, but you don't seem to know the capacity in which you can help without... Are you, are you trying to say you don't think I have what it takes? Um, to be a guardian? I think you could have what it takes to be a guardian if you acknowledged what you had in the first place, which you don't seem to want to do. What does that mean? Yeah, it kind of, it, um, if you want to grow as a person, you have to like acknowledge who you are in the moment. You need to look within yourself and grow as a person. There. Okay. Hey, man, you asked, so... Well, I mean, he kind of gets this thoughtful look on his face, but he even raises an eyebrow. So, what are your limitations, Dilly? Well, I have a murderous automaton persona within me, and I am not very physically fit, although I've been doing better, though you can't really see with the folds of skin. Dilly just kind of, like, wiggles his arm flaps. (laughs) Like, Dilly is wearing a poncho, but it's his skin. Yeah, it's like horror movie flaps essentially like oh yeah like practical effects yeah but like totally cut when they are fully full stretched out so that you can see like <laughs> dilly's actually cut underneath from everything he's been through i would say in like exactly a healthy way not like nicks but kind of like dilly is like slightly malnourished a little bit just yeah yeah for sure like the hollywood diet you know mm-hmm. yeah also i don't fight what's the word i don't dps you know I'm support. I guess it's DPR. Okay. That makes sense. No, Dilly. What? What? Yeah. Dilly percent ratio. Didn't Merrick say that you were the one who decided to kill Arya? Yeah, I I said that that would be a good idea. And then Nick's here uh, did that. 
Also, that whole interaction was kind of strange, because, I don't know, it's very weird that Merrick seemed, like, happy that I didn't do the actual killing, even though I made the decision. So it's like, Arya's death is still on me. It, it, I mean, we were all on the same page, though, Dilly. Like, he, like, made, tried to make you feel like you were in a weird spot, but, yeah, there was consensus. Did Merrick gaslight me? Is that what happened? I think he was challenging you to see if you enjoyed killing. Like, if you Ooh. relished it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a test after the whole Vlad thing. Did we pass? Yeah. I do think Dilly passed, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, but yeah, no, you're fine, Race. Like, you kind of got us into some situations in our last delve, but we get each other into situations all the time. Like, I don't know. I just don't want you to feel awkward because I keep bringing up Atalia. But she was just the last person who scanned things, and now you and we haven't had someone who scanned things since. So, but you're not the same person, and I just want to make sure you understand that if I bring her up, you know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that makes sense. I was teasing you a little bit when I said you should scan it to find out the big picture, but that was only because there was a little bit of tension between you and Dilly earlier when you were discussing your approaches to Numenera, and I was like trying to make a joke about it, like lighten things up, you know. Okay. Okay. You can tease me about my giant biceps or, like, my weird tongue. And then Nick sticks it out and, like, wiggles it. Race kind of, like, involuntarily flinches back when you stick out your tongue. Oh, I don't want to lick you, Race. That is a line I can promise you that, like, unless you're covered in blood or something that needs licking, I would never lick you. All right. I'm, like, Nick, it's like you're saying the right things, but I'm still deeply uncomfortable with the conversation. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, <laughs> it'll just take us time to get used to each other, I think. Okay. And, Dilly, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did to upset you so much. You overextend yourself and then endangerous all. That's what you did. Damn. Okay. I'll... <laughs> that's a good note. <laughs> Dilly just kind of, like, I guess shrugs hands up, just like, what? Yeah, the, I've been saying that. So are we going to keep going or... Have we no, not yeah. been walking this whole time? <laughs> well, no, because uh, race collapsed. Yeah, but then he got up. He got better. Okay. We were walking and talking. So you're walking and talking. So it's probably evening now and you probably have another two days more worth of travel. All right. Should we draw straws on watches or do we have an order of how we do this? I always forget. No, we just do it. All right. Uh, I call first watch, then. Second. I have kind of a headache, so I would like to get some sleep. That's fair. You have had most of your life force taken from you forcibly. Oh, yeah. I should have mentioned. I kind of saw it through Aster's eyes as I was putting uh, Hubert II away in the Proctor's pile or whatever. Hubert II was at 90%, so that would have been bad. Race, have we told you that Nyx was carrying around a Nubovian companion? Did we say that to you? You did not say that to me. Wait, what was the Nebovian companion? Oh, yeah, that's my limitation, if you were wondering, Race. Uh, <laughs> I like to trust people and things, even when I shouldn't, So, and hope for the best. So, like, Hubert II was my pet. Very good pet. Very cute, round. Remember, weren't you with us when we... Was it that, was that fuzzy thing we found in the ruins? Yeah, the that box? fuzzy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Turns out... Nobovian companion stealing my life force gradually over time. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Heartbreaking. It's also, I mean, it's kind of cool, at least from like a how do they make it work perspective, but still terrible. Well, apparently, if you were wondering that Hubert II was transferring the uh, energy via like extra dimensionally. Huh. That's interesting. And he pulls out a small notebook and starts jotting a few things down. Oh. Just like you, Dilly. See, you have a lot in common. Don't 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 okay. try to force. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate what you're doing, but don't try to force it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If he if he doesn't like me, that's okay. It's okay, Dilly. I've I know sometimes people don't like me. I'll I can work around. Can't win them all. Okay, I'm not looking for permission to feel one way or the other about you. But <laughs> thanks. No understandings will be reached. I just want to be clear. It's something about me. It's something about me that I'm just like. <laughs> if I was a good role player, Dilly would be sympathizing because he would see a lot of his own weaknesses in race. But I'm just like, no, fuck this guy. I like salty Dilly. I don't want a bond like that. <laughs> Can't make me bond. 
I don't know. I think there's something to that. Some people do see their flaws and kind of reject if they it. See the same flaws in other people. They yeah. react negatively. <laughs> I can solve other people's problems, but not. I my give own. advice. I don't take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to be perfect, but I. I do. am. What do you mean, do? <laughs> I am. Race volunteers to do a watch, the third watch, so that Nix can get her sleep, get her beauty sleep. Thanks, champ. Nix says and smacks him on the shoulder. <laughs> There's a muffled light, just barely. Like he tries to cover it up by a little like ow. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to get used to that. Dilly, your watch. I would also like to do always tinkering during my watch. Interesting. Then you're not really doing watch, then are you? You're tinkering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's keeping an eye out. He casually looks up, looks around. No monsters. Great. Back to it. Okay. Wow. Wow. I mean, do you have to write it down? You'll remember. You don't need to write it down. <sighs> some, some about the fountain. That was great. Yeah, it felt honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes it feel more official. Like we're really in yeah. it now. <laughs> so you're doing always tinkering. Uh, yeah, random cipher and then minus two levels, I think, because it is unstable. Ooh. And again, Dilly's paying attention. It's just something to do with his hand. Yeah. Some first hands to do, I should say. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Roll me 1d6. Uh, six. You have crafted a level four stone guts. Anytime within 1d6 hours after activating the device, the user can vomit the contents of his stomach anywhere within immediate range. The liquid hardens the consistency of concrete within a few seconds of being exposed to air. The amount of vomit is enough to cover a human-sized creature. A cover target cannot move until it breaks free or someone else frees it by shattering the shell. The difficulty of this task is equal to the cipher level, which is 4. So they have to beat at 12 to break free. Oh, shit. Of your concrete vomit, if you activate this. <laughs> I think Dilly, like, kind of, again, just something to keep his hands busy, he's paying attention... But definitely at the end of his watch, he's like, what the fuck? All right. <laughs> yeah. I guess this works. All right. Cha-cha for your watch. Give me a 18 perception roll. Oh, no. Gotta use some effort. What pool is this? Intellect. Okay, I'm gonna use two levels of effort. I got an 18. So during your watch, you notice some, like, strange creatures. Like, you think they're creatures. You can really only sort of perceive the shadows of them moving in the distance. They don't come particularly close to your camp, but they definitely seem to be circling. Um, just going to ready the pew-pew in case they circle closer? Okay. They seem to be keeping their distance right now. Mm, Good, good, good. And you are relieved by race. Mm. Uh, is going to point that out to race and be like, hey, looky there, looky. In the sky. Ooh. Oh, okay. I'll keep an eye on them. Just, like, make a loud, non-violent noise if you need us. Okay. We'll do. Like, don't throw a <laughs> grenade at us. Just saying. Okay. Well, I'm out of grenades, so that'll be fine. Should have saved some grenades, Chincha. And Chacha walks off. <laughs> Chacha, you go to sleep. We die in the middle of the night. Yep. Samson, roll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Even. Okay. The morning comes and you guys are pretty much rested. Cool. Race looks at you guys stirring and says, okay, yeah, nothing nothing really happened on my watch, guys. Nix comes back into camp, pulling a few fur, pieces of fur out of her teeth. <laughs> Race says, oh, I didn't even notice you slip out, Nix. Way to go. Oh, yeah, thanks. Every, every morning, yeah. Got to get a, get a run. Got to get <laughs> breakfast. Right. Do you know my whole deal? Right. I mean, you've got the things there and yeah you eat animals yeah. yeah no that's the gist for sure yeah and i can eat a whole human body in like one bite <laughs> but then i pass out for like an hour and a half nice oh, nice oh, oh. he takes like two steps back from you not you race you're cool like we're cool like none of us are going to like intentionally try to hurt you unintentionally we may normally they're dead but you just you just said you could eat someone my size if you're dead no i said a human in one bite no they don't have to be dead cha-cha oh 
Uh, well, oh, then. you didn't know. Oh. I would Fuck. step back okay. to you if I was not aware. Well, remember, they they can be bigger than humans because I think, uh, Race, you may have gone down while this happened. But remember, you uh, ate those skinless kind of goat people when we were in the ruins? Oh, yeah. Right before we met uh, Hubert the Second, actually, I think. Oh, yeah. You've seen this before. Well, kind of. Yeah. Don't worry. She has complete control of it. Mostly. And then Dilly continues <laughs> striking camp. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I really don't have a problem being like, should I eat this human or not? And if I'm like, not, then I don't. Okay, cool. Mostly use it for like convenient body cleanup, really. Like you're, you don't ever have to be like, yeah, where are we going to hide the body? It's like Nick's just going to eat it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty handy, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, Chasha, you weren't there. But like when I was captive with the society, they, what was her name? I don't know. Anyway, this... <laughs> Pathfinder tried to take my fangs out of my mouth, so I just was like, oh. you know, that was trying to be, I was trying to make like a womp noise there, Cha-Cha, and I don't think it really worked out, but like, you know, like a big bite sound. Yeah. Yeah. Fully as hard. Yeah. Yeah, no, and she was alive. Yeah. Well, I guess she's not alive now, huh? Hope not. That would be uncomfortable for her, probably. So, yeah. Anyway. Cool. Onward. Yeah. So, you guys travel onward. You guys are getting closer and closer to the riage. You can see the, like, some of the grounds are getting a little bit more hilly, and you can see those black mountains rising in the distance. And, you know, after some time, you probably have to camp at least once more. You start reaching the base of the mountains, and Race and Chacha would both recognize this sort of circuitous path up the side of the mountain to the entrance. Any more crazy poisonous plants to worry about? <laughs> I mean, depends on what you are worried about. My ball's exploding. That was the main one. Okay, cool. I mean, there's like little tiny seeds, but don't worry about it. What was that? Huh? What? what? I, I thought it's probably just the wind in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. the wind. Okay. <laughs> so you guys go up to the entrance. It is now sealed shut. And Ray said, oh, no problem. This is one of the things that's pretty handy. And he holds up his arm, like his forearm, where the marks should be, up near where the doors meet. And then there's this long pause where he like, tries to press it against the door again. It's like, um, that's a problem. It's not recognizing the mark. Uh-oh. Is there a, like, physical lock that we can see? You suspect there's one, but it's probably not something you can see from the outside. It's probably something that if there's any visible, obvious elements to it, it's probably on the inside of the door, not the outside. Okay. Well, we tried knocking. Yeah. I suppose. And he reaches back and he slams his fist against the door several times without just a very sad little thumping sound. Like, you could tell, like, if these doors are thick, which, Cha-Cha, you know that they are, it's highly unlikely anybody on the other side would be able to hear that. Hmm. Not wanting to call attention to it, Dilly will say, all right, well, that's, guess not going to work. Um, hey, Chacha, can you, like, see, since apparently you can see through stuff, can you, like, see where, like, the mechanism is on the door? I might be able to, like, not properly lockpick, but maybe do something. If it's, like, six inches. Uh, what can you see? Chacha looks. Yeah, you can see the locking mechanism. It's a rather complex design, but... Chaja uses her paints to kind of like paint, like draw the outlines of the locking mechanism. Ooh, because that you're getting an asset from that, since you can see, give me an intellect roll of nine. It's a ten. Okay, cool. Yeah, you feel like you've sketched out the mechanism as best you can from the angle that you're seeing it at. Ooh, Chacha, this is great. Okay. Can Dilly, with uh, Chacha's outline, try to like... I guess one can dilly kind of like get inside. With that diagram, yes, he could. I mean, it would probably, with all your stuff, because you get two free levels of intellect effort, right? Yes. Okay, with that, with your crafting of an area and your skills, yeah, you would easily be able to get that plate off. All right. Dilly will try to unlock okay. the door. So this would be a, so the locking mechanism is complex, but now it's fully exposed to you. 21, 18... Crafting Numera, which you're just trained in, right? Yes. Okay, so that's a 15. And then whatever you want to spend for effort. Oh, well, your tools will make it a 12. Yep. So then whatever you want to spend for effort. Did you already include the two free levels of effort into that? Not yet. Oh, not yet? Oh. 
Um, so it's a 12, so it brings it to a 6. Mm-hmm. Spend one more level of effort to bring it to a 3, and hope I don't botch. Oh, what does that say? 11. Okay. It takes about 20 minutes, and you guys are watching, and what does it look like as Tilly unlocks the mechanism for the store? So I think for 20 minutes, it's just Dilly kind of muttering. Sometimes curses, sometimes compliments, and then, like, around, like, the back of his head, you see kind of, like, what starts out as, like, uh, Cha-Cha's, like, outline kind of, like, explode out into a far more complicated, exploded view of the lock. And then suddenly, like, 20 minutes later, you hear a big clunk, and then Dilly pulls the door open. Or I guess pushes it in, whichever way it swings. It actually kind of opens to the sides, like as if it's receding into rock wall. And as you pull it open, you can see that the wall itself is about five inches thick, but you can pull it open, revealing the interior of this entryway, this sort of hall at the opening up of Fortress Nidal. All right. Welcome in, everybody. That's weird to walk. Anyway, I don't know. Thanks, Dilly. Dilly will also put the plate back on the lock now that we're inside and try to... Mm -hmm. Fix. Um, one thing you guys see as you're coming into this hall, it's sort of like a sort of standard opening. It doesn't necessarily have like a staircase going anywhere or anything like that, or at least not up. It seems to go down. But one of the things you can note is that there are massive gouges in the rock walls, like something was clawing its way through here, something big. So this is what Buddy Cop did, huh? What do uh, What do you remember about all this cha-cha? It's kind of a blur, because it was more of a, okay, let's run, 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 run. Yeah, fair. One of the things you guys notice is that there are definitely also, as you go farther back into the fortress, you can see quite clearly, like, dried reddish-brown stains against some of the walls. Huh. Is no one here? Dilly just kind of asks the question to the universe. Grace is like, I mean, I remember this place as being pretty busy. This is weird. Yeah, and like, I, I know, like, a lot of people died here, but, like, it's here. The door is here. Like, I would think, like, the second they knew about it, they would send as many people as they could here, right? Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. We should probably check on the door. Chacha, do you remember where it was from here? I mean, I... It's nothing I saw while I was here. Um... I mean, can Chacha, like, retrace her steps? I mean, you don't have anything for navigation, so it doesn't really help you either way. No. This would be an intellect task, I think, of... Because you were running out kind of as fast as you could. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be an intellect task of 15, I think. Just going to roll it straight. Could, could, could Nyx help with tracking? I think Nyx would need to make a roll to see if she could help with that skill. Just because if she's trying to track how Cha-Cha went, give me a 15. Okay. So that's a 12 for Nyx because she's got that skill in it now. Just roll it straight up. Four. Okay. Yeah, you can you, you're trying to help Cha-Cha, but you don't provide any anything she can use. Anyway, I got an 11. Okay. Sort of can find your way back. And as you, it takes a while going through all these tunnels until you finally reach that familiar chamber. And again, there are all these scratches and gouges in the wall. And there are two pillars there, which one of them is knocked over. When you were there, Cha-Cha, they kind of glowed. They seem to be inert now. But still, standing between where they stood is this utterly dark door. Just a rectangle looking like a standard door without the doorknob necessarily. And it is, I say it's dark, but it's more like it's a solid absence of light. It doesn't look like it's like Evan or anything like that. It just looks like there's nothing there in that space. And it looks very wrong. But even still, Cha-Cha, you can recognize that there are scratch marks along its exterior. Oh, I don't know what happened. I mean, I could open it. No. Ah, no, no. The one thing we're not supposed to do. Yeah, that sounds like a really bad idea. I guess. You're right, Dilly. It is really weird that, like, other people haven't come to protect the door. Yeah. Do you think we should look around and see? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Cha-cha. One thing you notice about the door and it's something that only you can see. As you look at the door longer, on one corner, it's almost like the darkness shifts and forms the shape of a handprint that looks about the size of your hand. Tasha kind of like looks at her hand, looks at the handprint, looks at her hand, looks at the handprint. Ah, uh, oh, oh. Is it telling me to touch it? Uh, what? 
Is this consent? Chacha, if you could be very clear about what the fuck you're talking about, that'd be great. The handprint. It's mine. Uh, uh, on what? Right there. On the door? Um, okay, one, don't touch it. Also, that's super weird, and I don't know what that means, but don't touch it. Oh, okay. It's okay, Chacha. You you can touch it if you want. The door just said I could touch it. Chacha, you notice a figure kind of coming around the side. It looks very similar to Bastion, but his skin is all ashen and shrunken. So he's the same size, but he just looks like he's a mass of wrinkles. And one of his eyes has a great cataract across it. And he comes up to you and says, You can touch it. He's He's got the fire now. He's The door's almost just like bonus, but you could get rid of the rest of your debt and you could be you could be done with this. You wouldn't have to be like me. I'm being told to touch the door because like he already has the fire. The door is a bonus now. What? The door is a bonus. Uh, Dilly just kind of like sinks down into his knees. The door is the bonus? What the fuck? Don't touch it. Don't listen to him. Oh no. I miss playing with you, Chacha. I'm sorry I've been gone as long as I have. I miss you too. He sent me here with a message. I don't really completely understand it. He said Amaranth Stone is nearing Dreolus, and that's where we'll end this episode. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, hey, so if Buddy Cap has the fire, does that mean that Cha Cha can fight fire with fire? Oh. Cha Cha's the key to everything. Yeah, it was Cha Cha all along. And Key's the key. So, Stace, something about this episode. Ooh. Talking things out with race and Dilly's new mm. confidence and giving of no fucks and holding people <laughs> to standards. Mm. Cool. Yeah, Dilly's getting extra sassy. It's yeah, I like it. <laughs> Again, I'm not sure how much of it is Dilly and how much of it is just me. Yeah. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener and XP, to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners and XP to check out? Well, I've actually been like telling people in real life and on discords and just everywhere about this book that I learned about from a guest we had on Twitter. I know that was a long setup, but the book in reference is How to Keep House While Drowning. Mm. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I've been like telling people, like, I haven't even like finished the book and i've started living by the principles and it's really helped me like the target audience is people who are neurodivergent and it really helps me with my adhd and like stop getting overwhelmed with things like i will admit this i was in a place of privilege to get too big of a house for myself like it's not like i went and bought a mcmansion but like for me and max i could have probably downsized a bit so it's just kind of like the the daily cleaning by myself gets overwhelming, especially with the ADHD and me being chronically ill. So just having the idea that, you mm. know, today we're only collecting the trash. Don't worry about anything else. Just We're just doing trash today or we're just getting all the dishes to the sink today. Don't worry about doing the dishes. Just mm-hmm. one bit. Get it all done. And like having mm. somebody acknowledge that sometimes, you know, those daily tasks that are supposed to be like effortless, like brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, the self-care maintenance bits, those can be hard too. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate it when people acknowledge it because like some days I'm just like, God help me if I can feed myself, let alone change my own clothes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I haven't read that book, but I've heard good things about it. I got it as an audio book because like there's so much things going around me. Like I used to be able to read really well. Like I read for hours, but like in my old age, I'm just like, I can't, I need audiobooks. I can't. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. And who's it by? The author is Casey Davis, LLP, LPC. Okay, cool. Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think about how to keep house while drowning, or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? So no shit, there you are. ExplorersWanted.fm. See that our socials are at ExplorersWanted on Twitter, at Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. 
And you see that we have a Discord, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. You can view all the fun channels we have. Also, if you want to support us financially and it is within your means, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is a great place to do that. Also, don't forget our dice affiliate code, explorerswanted, with diehard dice. and get 10% off your order with that code. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Not just saying that, that is the biggest thing that will help any podcast. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star rating and review on a directory like Apple Podcasts. That also makes a big difference when people are browsing the directory to kind of figure out what they want to listen to next. Those detailed reviews make a huge difference. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, you should know, and I'm sure you do, your body is a horror of red-streaked mucus, lines of fatty tissue, and complex knots of dirty tubing that would be more at home in a steampunk monstrosity than an engineering exhibit. And worst of all is the seat at the center, utterly alien and waiting for a signal from the stars beyond our sight, the starting gun for the race to dig itself free. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. My mom says I'm handsome. I'm at Slam Potato. I'll show you some dirty tubes. I'm Realty Unicorn on Twitter. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I see with the unicorn on Twitch. Sorry, my brain was just yelling at me. Dirty tubes, dirty tubes, dirty tubes. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, this has to come out or I'm going to not sleep. <laughs> That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week. We will for every week in the foreseeable future. I couldn't think of a joke with dirty tubes there, so I just (laughs) have a good night, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. Is it like a shoots and ladders reference? <laughs> <laughs>